Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted and privileged to welcome a very, very accomplished professional, a banker, and more importantly, one of my MBA school batchmates who I always used to look up to and learn from, Mr. Rohit Bhargav from Toronto, Canada. Rohit, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ayutosh. Thank you. Uh, Rohit is uh, the founder and president of BombTech, and he is a career HSBC manager. He was a former top manager of HSBC. And as I mentioned, he and I are from the same class from business school. So Rohit, let's start by asking you a little bit about your own journey. Um, I know all the things, but for my viewers and listeners, tell me about your journey. It's been a long, long journey. It's over 30 years, 35 years or 37 years to be exact. Yeah. Uh, it's been very, very interesting, starting from the time when I was in Treasury in 80s. It's like ancient times. Yeah. Uh, you had to go and get... A, there was no foreign exchange dealing happening here in India, mm. except through telexes. Mm. Telexes, old rotary telexes that used to be zero, zero, and then the number. Oh. And then it's engaged. So again, you go back to this and your, your boss is screaming, what is happening? Because rates are moving all the time internationally in India. <laughs> you knew what was happening. Okay. So it was a very, very good way to start. But it was also gave me a chance to really be at the starting of the foreign exchange markets. Mm. We started off very low when the Reuters came in. So that is when we also came in. Mm. And it was a great journey to, in fact, we imagine our first quotation. At that mm. time, there used to be a fixed price indicated by Reserve Bank of India mm. as to what by buy sterling at because we were linked at sterling at that time mm. and you can sell. Mm. So and that is what used to be the basis for our rates. Mm. Amazing. So, yeah. And then we went on to the era when we had these ATMs all over. Mm. And, and, and the third step would be the online banking, if you mm. like. Mm. Online mm. banking. It gave rise to digital banking. Yeah, that's the journey amazing. that we have. Amazing, amazing. And you know, given your, the kind of experience you have, you should seriously consider writing a book uh, on on what what have been the stages of banking. But let me now come to Bomb Tech, uh, and I know this is your own venture. Tell me a little bit about this venture and what are you doing here, Bob, take, let me give you an interesting story as to what made me start this, actually. Mm -hmm. So when we, I got posted to Malaysia in my various posting, there we took away the passbook mm -hmm. uh, because we just, I was head of uh, retail and we decided that why were the cr <clears throat> branches crowded and realized mm -hmm. the reason for that, that were these passbooks because people would come in with a passbook and want to update it. Mm -hmm. uh, because one of the things that Chinese like is to see that uh, has been deposited. Mm -hmm. They don't trust the banks anyway. So mm -hmm. they just want to see it as soon as they deposit. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of... So I just said, let's ban them or mm -hmm. we'll charge the passbooks if you want to keep a passbook, we'll charge you. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
<clears throat> so therefore, it it worked. They got the crowds out and all that. But I felt mm. a guilt as to why am I telling the customers what they want? Mm. Should you not be doing what always the customers correct does want? So mm. I said at the same time, this is in the early two thousands, if you like. Mm. People, the mobile phones were coming in, mm. and we were starting the first. Alerts, if you like, that so much money has been deposited and all that. Mm, mm. I said, "What if I can marry the two, mm. the alerts with the <clears throat> phones that they have?" Mm. And uh, well, I think I have a story. I mean, certainly it will work. Uh, and sure enough, that was the basis for this bomb tech. Mm. It's basically takes in the inputs coming in from the banks mm. and then puts it in a nice. Uh, this is the bomb tech bomb passbook, which shows over there. It's pretty good, mm. uh, and it shows as soon as they come in, they get saved in a special folder, which is the passbook. And what you just showed me, this is a special device, or this is your phone? It's a special device. Okay, it's a special device, purpose built for bomb passbook. Mm. That's what I use this, mm. and this is what gives. The customers, what is the latest balances oh, they owe, if you like, mm-hmm. or what money they have? Mm-hmm. Now, imagine this. You now it looks like who needs this? Correct. I think I've been taking time go there, and uh, the other challenge was to keep a price level down mm-hmm. to less than ten dollars, if you like, which will make it affordable for organizations to give it away for free. Mm-hmm. So this instrument that you see, this device that you see, mm. would be given away for free by people taking the loans mm. uh, from the, from institutions. Mm. <clears throat> so when it comes to when you give it away for free, mm. look at the markets that it opens up. Mm. It opens up the markets in the rural India, mm. where all these people, uh, I hate to use the word bottom of the pyramid, but that's where they are. Mm. That's what like to be, but yet they want all the information. Mm. Okay? The realization is that when people take give back the loans, they mm. take these micro loans, they take 50,000 rupees, 100,000 mm. rupees, mm. don't get a receipt or a real receipt when they repay the loans. They just mm. have to go the institution is saying, so much mm. you owe me. Mm. So that's where my market is. But that's fantastic. But Roy, tell me, isn't this entire information also available now through an app on everyone's smartphone? Is it available? Yes, it is. It is based on a banking app, which is there. Okay. Only that will banking app will get. Hmm. Without a banking app, you cannot get it because they have their own kind of a thing there. Huh. But in my case, it's based on the alerts which the girl, banks anyway sent mm-hmm. that so much money has been made or, mm-hmm. or paid or something like that, and that is captured by this. Mm-hmm. That's and when, where, and when you say that you know there will be the possibility to have financial inclusion using the bomb tech device, help me understand how will this work? Ideas, once this information is available or the means to give the information is there, mm. I would imagine the people in the finance industry would capture because that is 
a real a neglected segment which mm. is there mm. they would come in to develop products which will cater to this if you take for instance even a small uh, thing which you are taking it and putting it there mm. all that will be captured on this and we mm. given there mm. so that is what it will be so even these bonds and things like it you can expand the market so much that mm. you can put on Mm, very interesting so i'm now going to ask you to now look at banking on a you know on, on a much larger perspective and for my viewers and listeners given the fact that you are one of the senior most uh, foreign bankers in our country if i can use the word foreign banker uh, that I mean, that's not necessarily the right term but i want to get your perspective rohit as how has banking changed and evolved over the last 3 or 4 decades and you did tell me three stages of your own career it was fascinating to go through because in my case it was i really worked in all the department first starting with treasury mm. that form we set up treasury feel like the dealing mm. as you like mm. and then into corporate banking uh, where you lent loans to all the big customers of hsbc and mm. things like it from there we went to <clears throat> uh, general management which is running an area mm. that was that was like running a mini bank mm. you had securities you had uh, retail you had housing you had uh, corporate banking everything coming under one so mm. that was also very, very interesting mm. during this time what i noticed was people were hesitant in what they were or not hesitant they relied so much on the banks mm. that they would do it mm. but it was only later on when you realize that when they have the parts seem to have shifted from mm. those with uh, needing to borrow money to those mm. wanting to lend money to so mm. that is what it came about when it came out the settle was the shift was very subtle but it came about and suddenly you found the bankers mm. running after customers mm. and suddenly when, and also because of this the whole proposition change right now even though there are some people who are wanting to borrow and they're not such a good risk mm. those you then certainly you have to run. but for those who are good risk you don't mm. have to really worry about who it is you can go to bonds you can with various things that you have options available to you mm. very interesting and uh, over over a period of time do you see a decline in the brick and mortar branches of banks well definitely in fact you can see it by the number of people which are there the mm. people, those who are there in the branches now have mainly uh, the runners if you like who have to deposit or something like it otherwise mm. anyone goes to the banks it is a very very good this mobile banking or which is there has been very very good and mm. that is also this is for my uh, bomb tech correct if you like correct i was just leading to that saying the digital revolution is going to power bomb tech very significantly isn't it absolutely in fact uh, right now this is a stage where i've just get, got to get the prototypes are being made these are unfortunately made in china mm. uh, because that's where the price uh, tag mm. can be mm. as low as less than 10 dollars correct similar thing in uh, india cost me 30 dollars mm. 
that's the difference. Uh, but if we can get it down to ten dollars, I'd love to have it made. Mm -hmm. um, so, digital revolution is certainly when people get information as soon as they have changed the system mm -hmm. and they get an immediate alert or and which on which we can act on it. Mm -hmm. Same thing, you can make payments as well on this one passport. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, you know, one of, I was speaking to someone else uh, and they were saying that one while the digital revolution has been fantastic, one of the problems that people are facing in rural India is that they still have to take a bus to the branch to withdraw the money that has gone into their account through digital, the, through, through the direct benefit transfer. I'm assuming with bomb tech, this is almost like a branch in their own hand. This is absolutely a terminal. It's a teller terminal in their hands. Hmm. So they will get to know as soon as that money comes in hmm. and they can spend it. And not just that, it expands the number of players. Hmm. Why do I say that? The Kirana shops that they visit now hmm. in rural India, they can be the point of contact for withdrawal of money hmm. or deposit the money. Hmm. You don't have to go to a branch now. Oh, so even you can just hand over the money to any place and it'll get credited to your account through BombTech. Because you will get to know immediately where your money is credited. So mm. risk is minimized or eliminated. Mm. Risk was when you give it to him, one day you will get your money, don't worry. Mm. One day will never come. Whereas right now you get to know immediately. So you wait mm. and you get it. Mm. So that is what it, it's a great enabler mm. as to how it can expand the number of players in this market just for this part. And if you like, uh, people can be given an incentive to do the service if you like mm -hmm. branches for the branches for banks it is such a big change we don't have to set up mm -hmm. a brick and mortar correct correct and therefore they can pay whatever is like to mm -hmm. incentivize mm -hmm. and and i would imagine that uh, uh, you know once the central bank approves uh, reserve bank of india approves uh, bomb tech unless it's already been approved, then the rollout will be very, very quick all over the country and the market is big. That is true. It is a big, big market. In fact, the one thing I have read now ready for Reserve Bank of India is to say, look, people don't get receipts mm. when they pay back. Or if they get, they get these thermal receipts. Thermal receipts which disappear when all these... Because people it don't have... So therefore, I just have to say like you just introduced where everyone needs a, mm. a way to mm. get to know what the balance is. Mm. Very interesting. And are you focusing this only on India or are you looking at the entire developed world? It started with Developing India. World. It started with India. Starting with India is also a huge, huge market. Mm. But then not stopping it from Africa or mm. Even in people like here, mm. I mean, in Canada, it's not as if they don't need what everyone is so. Here, in fact, there's far more people going to the branches mm. than in India because mm. people are still used to the old structure. They want to see a face and then do it. Mm. The same thing can be expanded to, if you like, how do you Invest in, in shares, mm. buy and sell. The same thing as what you deposit money, mm. buy and sell. Mm. Same thing again, one password can be just chained back to give someone what your portfolio is and mm. how your portfolio 
Yeah, you know, and as, as I'm listening to you, Rohit, it's almost as if you're creating through BombTech an infrastructure based on which a lot of startup entrepreneurs will create applications. You know, whether it is trading in shares, whether it is, you know, doing any other kind of financial enablement, you know, I think it's a matter of time before it'll all take off. Absolutely right. It's just a question of uh, having the right uh, resources right now and being able to reach out to all the places. Mm. The reach is good because when, whenever the SMS reach, they'll read. This mm. uh, product has a market. Mm. But the idea is how quickly can we tap that and do it? That is. Mm. And do you see uh, a move towards a cashless uh, economy using BombTech and all the other uh, digital products that are available all over the world? Well, it won't be completely cashless, but certainly a large proportion of it would be taken away by these kind of techniques. Already, <clears throat> I think the COVID last three years and before that preempted uh, people from saying, I don't want to touch cash. Let's do digital transfer. Mm. So, people did try. so that gave a big incentive for why people had to go mm. digital. And therefore, this digital part of it would move in. The only thing is, next is a reliability that they have, mm. they will get once they get used to this, mm. as to when can I rely on this alone rather than going on internet or anything else. Mm. This is nothing but internet service available through SMS. Mm. Once again, reliability goes up over there when people believe that that's what it is, mm. that's when markets will come in. It will take away then, I think, a large proportion of cash, which is right now still in, mm. the, in the place. And will this get linked to one's existing phone or will one need a separate SIM card? This works the same thing without a SIM card. That's the beauty of it. Okay. It does not have some card. The only thing it works is you need a phone, obviously. Mm -hmm. It can be any phone. And this works with light BLE. Mm -hmm. So when you want to know what the balance is, just put it on. And all your SMSs which have come in, when you mm -hmm. are not even thinking it, it will all come. Mm -hmm. Or it can come uh, as soon as you are doing the transaction. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of it. Uh, this was also one of the things which came in as to will people pay for a, a secondary phone? Who will pay for the Correct. Uh, kind of a thing? But here you don't have to pay. This is mm. one-time expense, which is there. That is why I said $10, insisting on this $10. $10 mm. now becomes $8, I think, but let's keep it at $10. Mm. That's what it, And that's a one-time expense for all these. And for financial institution, that is very important. It's a one-time expense rather than an ongoing expense. Mm. Hmm. And what kind of back-end infrastructure will you have to create for this? Because you'll have to have your own hardware, uh, which will link back to the bank accounts and to the your to, to BombTech device. That's the other good thing is I don't need. Okay. Because just imagine, this is the SMS is coming. Imagine hmm. SMS is already are there. The setup for the, by the banks is already there where and how the SMSs are. So they reach the customer mm. and that's where we come. Mm. Already the customer, the infrastructure is there. I don't need any other infrastructure or more importantly, 
taking the bank's permission, if you like, mm. as to can I use your data? Mm. Idea is data is free once you let it go. Mm. Then I'm free to use it. That's exactly what I'm doing. Very interesting. Only the customer who has access mm. to that data should be using it. That's what you need to ensure that. Amazing. And uh, one of the other areas where I know that a lot of people spend a lot of money, uh, you know, if someone, if my cook wants to send something back to his village, he goes to somebody and then pays some currency, you know, pay some money to be able to transfer the money, etc. In this case, he would have a device and his family would have a device and the transfer would be instantaneous, isn't it? Absolutely. And so long as the other party also has a phone at the other mm. end, mm. that's all that's required. Mm. And right now, everyone has phones, if everyone you like. Yeah. So you just have to uh, attach. And if you want, give him this kind of a structure bomb passbook. Mm. Give him this box and that's it. Mm. Both ends, they can monitor when it's sent and when it is given. Mm. Mm. And, uh, you know, I have time for two more questions. But my next question is, uh, when do you expect a rollout to start happening in India? I would imagine the next three months. Uh, right now, it's uh, stuck on uh, some problems at the uh, customs mm. to get by. Once I get these base things going, then about three months' time, we should be able to see the first rollout as to what it is. Already, mm. I do have a customer lined up to be able to do take this on. Mm. It's a question of when I can deliver this kind of thing with them. Mm. I think it should be very, very quickly. Mm. Because you probably need very, very large manufacturing capabilities uh, to, to bring them back into this country and start distribution of these devices. Amazing. Uh, once the business is there, I don't think there'll be a problem getting people to no, invest into it. Absolutely. That is true. That is true. I mean, there's no shortage of money for people when they, it's a good idea and there's a market available. Absolutely. So, Rohit, my last question to you, and this is for the thousands of people who will listen to our conversation. Uh, I wanted to ask you, based on your own amazing journey as a banker and now as an entrepreneur, given the fact that our audience is young, what would you say are three lessons from your own life that you want our viewers and listeners to take away? The first, I mean, I would say it's not for me to tell them what to do, but my feeling is my what has worked for me is mm. there is no substitute for one hard day's work. Mm. One is hard day's work, and that mm. is what there's yeah. no job small enough, mm. and you can make a mark. Mm. You can always make a mark, irrespective of what the scope of the job is. Correct. And Third thing that you have to remember, it's, it's the most determined mm. which win the race, not necessarily the most gifted. Mm. Very interested. Very interesting. And on that note, Rohit, and your three amazing lessons, you know, there's no replacement for a hard day's work. No job is small. To, you can Anyone can work and make a mark. And the third one is that... Uh, only the most determined people uh, 
finally win the race. It's not necessary that you have to be exceptionally bright. Thank you, Rohit, for talking to me about your own journey. Thank you for talking to me at such length about BombTech. I think it's an incredible idea, which I'm sure uh, we will start to see in India rolling out, as you say, in three months' time. Um, I'm sure I will be looking out to get one unit for myself uh, and remember this conversation about how you introduced BombTech to so many people through uh, the brand called you. Uh, also, I think that with BombTech being launched here, we will probably see you more often in India. And who knows, one of these days, we may actually get a round of golf as well. Uh, but thank you for speaking to me and good luck to you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.